The voluntary reaction is a safe space where known dullards gather to drink from the keg of glory or drown in the pool of despair. All opinions, takes, questions, criticisms, and insults cannot and will not be held against a speaker after a 24-hour cooling-off period. Please listen accordingly. All right, here we go with a Thursday night edition of Voluntary Reaction. Sorry we couldn't be on with you as soon as the game ended tonight. Uh, Davey had his duties without Kick 360 in Nashville. I had a Little League baseball practice to attend. And so uh, better late than never. But here we are. It's good to be with you this evening. I hope you're doing well, and I hope you all enjoyed Tennessee's opening victory of the 2023 SEC tournament as your defending SEC tournament champions. Yes, say it proudly, ladies and gentlemen. Defeated Ole Miss by a final of 70-55. to 55. The Vols covered the 12-point spread, and it was pretty much a cruise control type of win for Tennessee in the opening round. And now they turn their attention to a little bit of a revenge game. Lots of narrative with this one tomorrow. Missouri, who won on that crazy buzzer-beating half-court three-point heave in Knoxville about a month ago. Can Tennessee exact some revenge? Presumably, Alabama would be waiting on them on Saturday, if so. But for now, Tennessee has to get by Mizzou tomorrow. Should be an entertaining game around a 3 p.m. tip-off once again. And uh, we'll see if the Vols can keep things rolling Bear, it was good seeing you at our watch party earlier today out at Jets Pizza in Farragut. Your thoughts on Tennessee advancing. What is this? I, I believe Tennessee has now won four games in a row in the SEC tournament dating back to last year. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you said, just a nice opening day. Uh, we weathered the storm in the first half. I didn't think that Ole Miss was going to continue to shoot at the – that blistering pace that they were and then came out after halftime and locked them down. So I'm trying to remember uh, how many points they actually scored in the second half. Ole Miss scored 22. 22. Yeah. David, That's more like it was uh, really, oh. No, go ahead, Ben. I was, it was really nice to see uh, Triple J uh, get out there and just rip one today. Hopefully he'll be ready to do it again tomorrow. He's been playing well in the SEC tournament dating back to to last year. I thought aside from Kennedy Chandler, he was our most valuable dude in that tournament run a year ago. Davey, jump in here, my friend. What do you think about it? Tennessee beating Ole Miss today in Nashville. Yeah, it's a game we should have won. Um, and the atmosphere actually kind of going in, uh, surprisingly where our studio is at Old Smoky, they had an alumni event pregame. So, Got to see a bunch of all fans out there. That was really cool. Um, you know, uh, kiss some hands, shake some babies type stuff. But uh, the biggest thing for me was the fact that we didn't play great in the first half, but you had 14 turnovers total. But we were 12 of 14 from the free throw line, which has got to be some record for this team. Shooting 85% from the line, that's insane to me. But James shot well from – behind the arc and you know we'll take it the seniors played well is vescovy and james leading the way 20 points for triple j 15 for vescovy if i had to nitpick and i guess i don't but it's a talk radio guy what can i say man i'm gonna i gotta bitch about something i don't know why in the world we're playing vescovy 36 minutes tonight 
Barnes, after the Auburn game, where I think he played 39 minutes, said, oh, that's way too much. we got to get him some rest. Well, if you're in it to win it, if we're playing to win this tournament and you're going to have to play four games in four days, why on earth is he playing 36 minutes? Why is BJ only playing two minutes and doesn't even get in the game in the second half? Like, I, I just, I, I don't understand it. Um, so I guess I will be the first guy to play the where's BJ card. I, I know I won't be the last, but I'm going to nudge my way past bear on that one tonight. Well, I mean, the, the problem is now is that, you know, we've talked about it, you know, and we keep beating that dead horse, but it, it's almost too late now because it, it, he, it's too late to get him to a point where you can really depend on him in a tight game. You're playing, you know, Duke in the second round or whatever, and and you've got to have it. Yeah, but but today, when you're playing crummy old Miss, and the games, you know, you're not blowing them out, but it, they're, you're in control. You're controlling the game. And he doesn't even get off the bench in the second half. Like, you know, I, I know Santee is in great shape, but, man, if if we get into a play, if we somehow make it to Sunday. Oh, we're going to be fully spent. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to I, I'm not I'm just interested to see how we look tomorrow. Uh especially Vescovi. Is this lately. a big game to you guys? You, Missouri is the is, do you are you hungry for revenge or is it Mizzou and we don't really care? No, I'm going to slap him back, put him back in their put them back in their spot. They got a it traction. Sucks. sucks they won on the buzzer beater but like tomorrow means nothing to me. It's all about next week for you, Dave. Yeah, I mean, and it has to be. And, I mean, if you go in there and you play Vescovy, let's let's say you win tomorrow, then you go play Alabama, and he's still playing three straight days, 36 minutes averaging that. Like, that's going to have me really concerned whenever we do get to uh, the the big dance. I mean, it just is. Like, I, I don't think I don't think this team can beat Alabama right now. So, tomorrow, win or lose, I'm not too concerned. Too, too quick. I think it's, it's going to end the next game. After yeah, two that. quick things, and we'll get to speakers. First, I don't think I, I think it matters here if you're trying to win this tournament. And like to me, if you get to Saturday, we might as well try and go ahead and win the damn thing. Um, and you you get to the NCAA tournament. There's a day between games. I think that's enough time for you know if he's going to play over 35 minutes a game, that's probably enough. It's enough time for him to get some rest and, and get rehydrated and, and be ready to go for that second game. Uh, but second thing is if we're not going to win this damn thing, I'd rather lose to Mizzou tomorrow than lose to Alabama on Saturday. Just saying, just saying, I know it's probably better for our seating and everything, but I don't want to lose to those damn cousin kissers on, on Saturday in our state. I think winning today guaranteed you a four seed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying, like, we we talk about how much does the conference tournament actually matter, and last year that was a big thing. It's uh, we, we got screwed even though we won the SEC. I, I, what I'm saying from this is, like, there had been some talks, like, maybe we slipped to a five. Today guaranteed you that you're not going to fall into that camp. So, now, can you get up to a three? Some people have us there. Uh, there's a lot that I think has to, to play out still, but I, I feel good, you know, at least – being a four and not having to worry about that dreaded five twelve matchup. Well, 
I don't know. I might have just talked myself out of it. Maybe we do need to win tomorrow to to get that three seed. All right, let's get some speakers going here. If you want to speak on it, just request to speak. When we come to you, you got to turn your mic on and let it rip. We'll start with Joshy Boy. What's up, Joshy Boy? What's up, guys? How are you doing? Hey, doing all right, man. How are you? I'm good. I didn't get to see most of the game today because I was at work. So uh, I want you guys to break it down for me. What did you see what you liked and what did you see what you didn't like in the game? Yeah, I mean, there wasn't much that I, again, the only thing I'm going to pick on is I don't know why Barnes is talking about after the Auburn game, we got to get Santi more rest and he's got all week to prepare for it. And you're playing in a tournament situation where you might have to play four get well, you do have to play four games in four days. If you want, if you want to win the tournament and then we don't really get him that much more rest. So if, if that's the only thing that is a problem, then I guess our problems are small. But I thought Tennessee played well. Um, they controlled the game. They dominated the rebounds. I think it was like 38 to 22. <laughs> so it just absolutely dominated the class. Shot 35. Made, we made 10 threes today. Shot 87% from the line, 12 of 14. It was just a really good shooting night. And, um, you know, Ole Miss made their first four threes of the game. And I don't think any of us thought that was going to continue and, and persist. And it didn't. So uh, that's a good thing. Guys, do you think uh, we could get the Triple J we saw today for uh, tomorrow and possibly carrying us to championship game Sunday? Two days in a row of this? Count me out, Joshy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize, and I, I had to leave early, so I didn't get to see what I was listening, did not get to watch uh, the last 10 minutes or so. He finished 4 of 11 from three-point range. I guess that's a decent percentage. of 11 three-point attempts is a lot, it seems like. Um, but, I mean, this has been his deal, Joshy Boy, is he just has not been consistent, and he'll have a good game, and then he'll come back with a one-of-seven type effort. So, um, we'll see if, if he can put it all together, but um, that has not been his M.O. this year. Guys, uh, I'm like you, Russ. If we, uh, if we play Alabama Saturday, I would rather lose tomorrow to Missouri because I do not want to play those damn cousin kissers Saturday and lose to them. Davey, if you, you say – Today guarantees no worse than a four seed. Would a win tomorrow lock in a three seed? Ah, uh, no, it wouldn't lock it in. I mean, you'd be very close, but you, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't say you're guaranteed that if you do get it. I, I love how the SEC tournament doesn't count unless it does, right? I mean, last year yeah. we win the damn thing, and it and it doesn't matter. And this year, it's like, well, you, you can't lose to Ole Miss, and you probably can't lose to Mizzou. It's so infuriating. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting because, like, the teams that are around there, like, so Baylor lost today, so that would help you with that argument. Virginia's playing right now. If they lose to North Carolina, that's going to likely impact them because they can't move up. Um, so, I mean, it, it could get you close, but it's, it's, it's one of those things to where, I think they'll take into account the Ziegler injury. Now, whether they should or shouldn't, 
is a, a, a valid argument. I'm, I'm not a fan of taking in what has happened to project moving forward, but I, I think that that bias will show, and we can tell we're not the same team yeah. without him. Bear, what did you uh, what did you think about Santiago's performance today? Bear is having a technical issue, Josh, you boy, and he just dropped. He's going to try and uh, reconnect with him. He was having trouble hearing us. But, uh, Davey, I'll let you take the Vescovy question. How did you think he performed? I thought he did well. Uh, it, it's one of those things to where, I mean, you can tell, like, he's our purest shooter. You're not going to be able to win a game in tur- in the tournament if he's not at least playing at a, a, a decent to above average level. Uh, my, my big thing for him was I, I thought that he just like, we don't need to have him bringing the ball up the court. Like let somebody else, like let's have him uh, talking with um talk to Dane Bradshaw today. And Dane was talking about how Vescovy, he's your best screener. He's your best cutter and he's your best on ball defender. So don't have him exert that extra energy trying to make sure he's getting that ball up the court. Uh, put that on somebody else, whether it's James, Meshack, what have you. And so if, if that's the case, I'm like, yeah, let's, because, I mean, he shot 33% from the field, 30% from three, didn't have a great shooting day, still finished with 15 points, but I, I'm of the mindset, like, we're, we're going to need him. So, like you said, Russ, let's not wear him out. Good stuff, Josh, you boy. Anything Russ, else, my man? Guys, good win today. Move on tomorrow, beat Missouri and Russ. Even though it was sad terms this past Sunday, it was good meeting you. Yeah, man. Nice to meet you too, Joshy boy. Hopefully we can do it again under better circumstances. Joshy boy. Absolutely. Yeah. He boy and did it again just now. Like I turned around to say something to somebody and I was wanting to meet him. And then I turned back around and he was gone. He just like vanished. So I didn't get to actually meet Joshy boy the other day, but yeah. So hopefully coming up here in the next week or so, we'll have something. Maybe you can get out to it and meet, meet me. Anybody else stand out today? I thought Kamwa, you know, I, I've been saying all along, he's the key and I've just kind of given up on him, you know, being consistent. I don't mean to single him out because we already talked about triple J kind of feel the same way about him. And, and maybe several other guys on the team this year. But uh, four of eight from a walk. four of eight, nine points, only two rebounds, three turnovers. He had that one play where he wasn't even looking and the ball just hit him right in the chest on an inbounds play. Um, you know, if at this point, if you could assure me nine points out of Olivier Kamwa every night, I think you'd have to take it. I think you'd have to take that because he's had some stinkers there. You know, there was a time earlier in the season when I thought that he could be a 14, 15 point a night guy. But at this point, it just. We can just get close to 10, man. He also led the team in assists. Yeah. I thought the two things that jumped out to me today were, uh, first of all, really sloppy with the ball. We can get away with that playing Ole Miss. We can't get away with that playing much anybody else in this tournament, and certainly not the next one. Uh, the other thing, I really feel like they need to they they need to be playing a walk more, man. I know he's ch- somewhat limited offensively, but 
he's I mean he's just a rebounding machine. Yeah, I wonder what the plus minus was for him in there today. It felt like he only played 13 minutes, but it felt like any missed shot was his. And I'm, I'm not talking about like 28 or anything, but I, 13 minutes is it good. As yeah, it it, is. it's puzzling, man. Um, he needs to be playing a little bit more. And and BJ, like you've got to, we've got to get. Vescovy some rest. I don't know. Maybe I'm an idiot. Maybe he can. Maybe he's the damn Energizer Bunny, and he can just play all day, and it doesn't matter. But it felt like to me, you know, he he didn't get a shot in the last five minutes. I think against Auburn, um, <laughs> he, he's our best player. I think, and and he's he's got to be functional at the end of at the end of these games. And I, I think he's only human. He's he's going to get tired if you're playing him this much out there and, and asking him to do everything you're asking him to do. Uh, real quickly, before we get Roberto in here, Arkansas leads Auburn 50 to 39 yeah. with 15 minutes to play in their game right now. And I, for one, say woo pig suey. I'm right there with you. Send Bruce. Send Brucifer and his idiot son back down to the plains. I wish they could go to the oh. NIT. I hate those guys, Bear. Yeah, I don't like them at all. Are they safely in, even if they lose tonight? I think according to the experts, they are. Golly. Yeah, I could have put that in their coffin the other night. I hadn't Boom. seen them on the bubble as of late. The the main SEC teams that still kind of have work to do. Vanderbilt definitely on the outside looking in. Um, they're they're one of them. Mississippi State and the other team is oh man, I just had it. I don't know. I got too many tabs opened up. I don't know. I'll find that for you guys. I'm forgetting somebody though. Yeah, I just I want I want him I want them to lose every game they play now. That Auburn man thing, I, I'm never gonna that's I'm never coming off that. And our idiot fans who still genuflect before him and worship the ground he walks on. I'm sorry, but you're idiots. If you James Bell. Roberto would appear to have the spinning wheel of death. Is that y'all's experience? Yeah. Yep. All right, Roberto. Uh, sorry, Bobby. Jump back in and get to you. Roberto with the uh, first spinning wheel of death of the evening. If you want to jump in, just request to speak. We'll come to you. It leads grown to 15 now, Russ. Bury them. Bury them, I say. Anthony Black having himself a day. It's so weird that Auburn and Arkansas are so similar. They're so, they're both very good teams. And Barnes does very well. I mean, all, Arkansas does not win up here. And we played them tight down there. I know he hasn't been there that long, that guy, um, Musselman. But Bruce just has Tennessee's number wherever. It's weird. They're very similar teams. And 
We play very well against one and not very well against the other. Well, he's kind of, it's not so much Tennessee as I think he's had Barnes number going all the way back. Yeah. To, you know, we talked about it recently on a VR. I mean, there's no way in hell that, that Kevin Durant, Texas team should have lost to us. Bruce out coach Barnes. So. What is Arkansas doing to Auburn right now, Bear? Smashed! They're getting smashed out there! Smashed! Yeah. Is Bruce got something wrong with him before I make fun of him physically right now? Like, a, I mean, it looked like he was limping to a little bit whenever he was walking over to check on that guy who smacked his face on the court. I mean, he, he looks like the penguin. He does waddle. Yeah. <laughs> or like, you know, like when your kids are like three years old and they're, they're damn wanting you to say yes to something and they're rocking back and forth and doing that bullshit. It's like, no. No. Joke. That's what he looks like to me. Smashed. Let's try Roberto again. Oh, you got the wheel twice in a row. Yeah, seems to be the case. He needs to check his. He needs to check his wife. Brutal. I would also say today the one thing that really stood out. I I thought, I mean, there was a a constant play going on as far as like the pace, and I thought that played to our benefit for the most part. We didn't have to worry about fouls. Like neither team, I think, had anybody with more than uh, three. So that's one of those things where it's like you can be a little bit more physical and kind of get away with it. So hopefully that style continues. But well, that, we didn't have any fast break points. I noticed that they didn't – that was one thing I did notice, a positive from today, is they seemed to be a little bit more under control on defense. Adu didn't make all those, you know, those dumb, cheap, over-the-back fouls on rebounds and – you know, offensive rebounds. I'd love to see a breakdown on how many of his fouls are when he's trying to grab an offensive rebound versus defensive. Because a lot of times it's not worth it, man. Just bust ass back down court and get set up. Play defense. Well, guys, here's the thing. That team we played today ain't any good. And Missouri um, is a little bit more talented. They're much more well coached. They play... Um, a fun style and then try and get out and run. They about ran Tennessee out of our own gym up there in the first half. And then Tyreek key caught fire. That, that was a weird game. That was just a really strange game. And uh, Tennessee's going to be, I think much more challenged tomorrow. Well, yeah, we don't have as a guy. Yeah, we saw that the play in the bigs didn't exactly work out very well last go around. So I'm interested to see what we do this time. Speaking of Zakai, has he had his surgery? You guys heard? Know. He's got that leg. They've got that damn leg. And I've never seen anything like that. He's damn, having, almost, uh, yeah. I know he what happened to him is, is tragic and he wishes he was out there with his brothers, but he's having fun on that little scooter thing. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good with what Pearl is absolutely going ape shit right now in the Auburn huddle. They just forced three straight turnovers and got a layup on each, each one of them. 
I, I can't stand Johnson's a punk. Green's a punk. They're all punks. They take their lead from their punk head coach and his punk ass kid. Joke. I can't stand them. Oh, let's get Nelson in here next. What's up, Nelson? Nelson, hello. Turn your mic on, Nelson. It's on. Speak, Nelson. Is, is showing me his mic is off. Oh, he turned it back off. All right. All right. Well, there this, is, this is really going well. And he's I mean, gone. Just uh, hitting on all cylinders. The delayed voluntary reaction, not exactly a rousing success so far. I mean, to be fair, that guy was a, that guy was just. He might have been a. He's not. It might have been a weird thing. Yeah, but he he wasn't he wasn't a regular VR Tennessee fan. Roberto is getting the wheel for a third time. I mean, this is just uh, falling apart on us. Like Tennessee in the first half against Missouri right now, this is not going well. Not good times. Hey, do do we have an update on Bill Self at all? Yeah, Kansas did put out some. It didn't have a whole lot of information. Um, let me see if I can pull that up real quick. I know quick. we briefly talked about it. I mean, he's been hospitalized. He's not going to coach the remainder of the Big 12 tournament. I also read somewhere and he did not have a heart yeah. attack. That's what the the hospital saying he did not have a heart attack. Basically what, you know, to paraphrase, they said did not have a heart attack. But that he something happened last night, and I, it sounds like he had a procedure today. I'm wondering if he uh, if he had some symptoms of something, and maybe they did a because that's that's fairly typical when you get to be in middle age. You go into the hospital and you think you might be having a heart attack. They're going to run you through a whole battery of tests up to and including uh, what's it called, like a heart cath, where they send that. It's like a camera they send up and they look at the inside of your arteries and stuff, but uh, I, something went on. Are you speaking about this? As I, a doctor I love it when doctors, my favorite part of the Dr. Bear medical rant is when he says, what's it called? And then he says the thing and explains exactly what it is. Well, out of the three of us, one of us is, you know, had a oh, what the hell did they call it? <laughs> cancer um, they thought it was having i threw a clot i had um i threw a clot and they thought it was a heart attack but yeah i had a embolism i mean it reminds me of the time when i was young and i had to go to the hospital davy i had a broken uh what do you call it arm and uh they put it in a cast go to hell, they put it in a cast <laughs> for a couple of weeks and 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 that and it so got I had better. that one time. Then another time, uh, my gallbladder after the the Popeyes moved into my neighborhood, uh, I thought I was having a heart attack one night. Ben, they just went ahead and they do like a full battery. Just they have to make sure. So I don't know. Something went on with them. They're doing a bunch of procedures. I didn't. That's what the KU thing said. So look at soft ass guy from Auburn got his chin busted. Hope it hurts. Okay, that got dark. Let's get Rusty in here next. Please work. 
Hey, Rusty, it works. Okay. <laughs> I love it when technology cooperates. It's a damn shame y'all got me on and not, not Roberto. It is uh, a shame. But, uh, the, I guess the much better with... of the two callers. <laughs> I've not had a procedure. I don't know if you guys got an answer on that. He has not yet. No, he did. You're kind of cutting in and yeah, out. Yeah, Rusty, Rusty, you, you uh, I switched off. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. It's not like it's, it's switched on the mic. It's not like you got in a car, got in or out of a car and had the. You, you tried to go to Bluetooth, yeah. Rusty. I got, I got into my is. car and it automatically switched. I didn't want it to, but it did. Yeah, hate when that happens. Um, d- d- Zakai. They reported today he has not had the procedure yet. Oh. That the, they're, uh, wait, they're waiting uh, for some. He's doing some things, physical therapy wise, before they do the surgery. Is what they said today. Plus, if he does the surgery, they said he would have to be away from the team, and he had elected that he wanted to be around the team as long as he could. Well, that's admirable, but uh, we need to get that knee fixed, man. Tom's uh, clock's ticking on next year. Right. We need him out there. Right. You know? the, the sooner he's, you know, hundred percent, the better. It, yeah. may, it may be SEC season, which uh, apparently, what happens before that doesn't really matter anyway. I'm not sure. Uh, wins <laughs> over Kansas, and you. you USC and play, things like that. I don't think even really matter. Um, so, um, rest of the big having a, but everything went well. Rusty, you're cutting in and out on us, but I, I don't know if you're having uh, some of that weather that is torching uh, CG's neck of the woods up there in Fresno right now, but uh, it is, I, it is I, there you are. I have six, I have 65 degrees and sunny, so I, I have no excuses. All right. Well, we got you now, man. Um, what do you think about okay. it? tomorrow? Mizzou, is this a big one for you? Do you want revenge or is it really just about seeding? I want to win anytime we play a basketball game or a football game or a baseball game or a swim meet or anything else. Fair enough. Um, but I'm pretty, according to all the experts except Palm, who do brackets, they said we're a three seed if we if we don't lose to Ole Miss. If we go one and one, we're a three seed, and that we really can't get higher than a three seed. So basically, we're a three seed. Um, beating Missouri, then theoretically Alabama and Kentucky, that wouldn't get us up a seed line. So, do these next three games even matter? Are they worth playing? Why why would we care? Outside of the fact that we're lacing it up and I want us to win, but does it? It doesn't help us, according to the experts. Man, it, here's the deal: if we're not if we're not going to win the tournament, and it's hard to do from Thursday. If 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 yeah. we're not going to win this thing, Rusty, I would much rather lose to Missouri than Alabama. First of all, it's just I don't want to lose to Alabama. <laughs> Se- second of all, like yep. that's one extra game. Fuck them, yeah, that's it's why. one extra game. It's more rest, more time to recuperate, more time to get ready for the big dance. And if it's not going to help you, if if we are really are locked into a three seed as of this point, and it's not going to bump us down to a four if we lose tomorrow, I'd rather go ahead and take the L tomorrow, honestly. Yeah, it's it's a but when the game starts, you're going to be just like me. You're going to be locked in going sure. that shit yeah. with, with every call, deflection, shot rimming in. 
rimming out, whatever. We're gonna we're gonna want us to win. We can't yeah. help it. But I'm with you. Does, are, is being off Saturday and Sunday more advantageous if we're not going up a seed line? I don't know. I think hey. it is. I mean, I, listen, it, it would be cool to win this tournament again, be back-to-back tournament champions, you get another banner, uh, win a big trophy, all that stuff. But, uh, I mean, I think that everybody is just starving for an NCAA tournament run and playing four games in four days. Even if you win the championship on Sunday – is I, I don't see how you can say that's advantageous to Tennessee unless you're just looking at it from the perspective of, well, you're on a roll and you've won four in a row and you've got some momentum. Stay hot. But that didn't really seem to help us last year. No, and it did, and we didn't go up a seed line by no. way from the tournament last year. We were a three going in and we stayed a three. Same same type of situation. Um, I don't know. I'll, I I guess the only thing else to discuss is is. Is Michigan now the favorite to win the NIT? Because they're not in the fucking tournament. Fuck you, Juwan Howard. Later, boys. Not that he carries a grudge or anything. Yeah, they're definitely out. Michigan lost today to Rutgers, which uh, Rutgers also on the bubble. So Shout out to Greg Schiano. I was looking at Palms. I don't. He's got us. Palms got us as a four playing in Greensboro. Outside clutter is next. What's up, clutter? Hey, gentlemen, how y'all doing tonight? Doing all right. How are you, sir? You know, we're uh, we're one and zero in the current competition, so we cannot complain too much. Oh, sure you can. You find something to complain about. You just got to try. This is actually a pretty good game for us. Like, I mean, we're not playing the toughest competition, obviously, but they, I, I hesitate to say, but they look pretty good tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this team has generally beaten the teams they should beat. With the exception of losing to Vandy on the road. And, you know, I, I don't know. Missouri losing at home. Two, but, two flukes. Two flukes. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm the biggest hater on this team. They are the f- most frustrating bunch you're going to come across. But take away those two. And, and I think y'all have talked about it. Take away the two buzzer beaters. And we're we're not sitting here complaining on a Thursday night of the SEC tournament about a, you know, any kind of bad season. It's a, it's a wash at the very least without those two games, but they happen. So we're sitting here on a Thursday, you know, talking about this game, this season. Um, The reason I wanted to chime in here, Russ. So you're an SEC tournament truther. I'm an SEC tournament. Um, I don't know what you would call me, but I've grown up going to the thing. It's uh, it's been a house of horrors. I've uh, you know, not quite had the experience uh, of you and most of the crew on the dais at this, but you know, it's been 10, 15 years of of some rough stuff. But last year was pretty good. So I look at the this this weekend's deal as a little bit of a you know, probably I overrate the importance of it, but I think Rick. 
for all of his faults, has has performed pretty well in it, and there is no reason this team does not have the ability to go out and win four games in a row. We're one and zero now. Go win four games in a row and get another SEC title. What are what are your guys' thoughts on that? It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, Rick's been what to the championship game at least three times in this tournament. Um, it's three, three, three times, three of the last four times we've played in it, right? Yeah. I think you know. So, so three of the last five years, and there was a COVID yeah. cancellation in that, right? Yeah. The the one ten, the one time we didn't make it is when Fulky got his head caved in. Um. So yeah, I mean, he's why on earth can he play? Can he coach well and perform well and succeed in this tournament? And the NCAA tournament is just completely beyond his grasp why doesn't make any sense it it, it it absolutely makes no sense but you know i value this probably more than most people do this is ultimately a completely worthless exhibition you know little deal but yeah i guess if you grow up going to it it means a little bit more it will not make up for all the uh, the NCAA tournament, you know, if you want to call them failures, failures. But nice consolation if they can make a run this weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's not nothing. Winning a tournament, you get a trophy for it. You uh, soccer fans out there winning the uh, Carabao Cup or the League Cup, the FA Cup, is not, it's, it's not a huge deal. But you do get a big trophy. It is pretty cool. It's twice in forty year. Twice in forty years isn't too bad, is it? Oh, shit. <laughs> That's once every twenty years, if my math is correct. <laughs> I'm no. I'm no Stephen Hawking, though. Well, let's go. Let's go get a dub. We'll figure out the mark. You know, we'll figure. We'll we'll hang back over here in a in a you know ten days or you know hopefully ten days. If we're lucky, we'll uh, we'll hang back here and and deal with the you know the Rick Barnes March chatter. But let's uh let's go make a run here, and uh you know we'll be in attendance. It's Nashville, Tennessee. We'll we'll be there and have have our little wins in this tournament. I think we can we can make it to Sunday at the very least. All right, well done, Clutter. Appreciate you, my man. Appreciate y'all. Be good. Roberto informs me that he is in transit, so he might be uh, might be roaming, uh, just struggling to get a connection there. So, uh, Roberto, you drive safely, and hopefully we can uh, connect with you at another date. These tournaments are a blast, though. I mean, like, as, as far as, like, a, a time period in which you kind of just get to enjoy a sport, like, this tops any other time of year. Like, I, I mean, I enjoy this more than – Oh, uh, the first weekend of uh, NFL and college football being back, like just this entire week leading up to or conference tournaments to then first round of the SEC or of the NCAA tournament. It's just fun to enjoy. Until your team loses, then, then it's like, oh, all right. It is. Um, if, if you you win your conference tournament, it is the most important thing ever. If you lose it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's the way these things work. It's still so, so strange. It, being the person that usually has to deal with you at this time of year and the mood you get in about this whole deal, it's just, it's been so weird this year because you're not, 
you know, getting ready to snap. We probably should have celebrated the fact that we are the defending SEC tournament champions a little bit more. Um, it has, we still are. it has alleviated the, I don't want to say pressure, but it, this has been a frustrating tournament, man. Uh, I was telling somebody earlier, like, you know, I grew up in the late eighties, the end of the, the DeVoe era when I, when I started following Tennessee basketball and you didn't really expect to Tennessee to win the SEC tournament at that time. You sure as hell didn't expect to win the SEC tournament when uh, Wade Houston or Kevin O'Neill was the coach. But by the time Jerry Green got here and inherited all the talent that Kevin O'Neill had assembled and Tennessee was regularly winning 20 games, regularly ranked, regularly going to the big dance, you you figured that, you know, uh, one, one of these years, Tennessee would win the SEC tournament. And it took about 25 years after Jerry got here for that to finally happen. So it got really frustrating there for a while, man. Like there were some times when Bruce had – you know, the number one seeded team and we get bounced by like flipping South Carolina in the, the first night a couple of times. And it was always, you know, Ansu Cisse or somebody going off on Tennessee. Remember the Rod Grizzard game against Alabama that one year? I mean, there's just weird things would happen. And a couple of times you'd get right up to the precipice. I mean, the worst was Losing to Mississippi State in the championship, I think it was 2007 in Tampa. Tennessee made it all the way to the championship game. You're thinking, okay, this is it. Uh, Pearl's going to get it done. And we end up losing to that squad in overtime. I think that was the team with Jarvis Bernardo. It was. And uh, lost, lost to them in overtime. Made the championship game what against Kentucky once with Rick lost it the Auburn <laughs> losing to Bruce might have been as right up there with one of the most frustrating ones after you win against Kentucky in one of the all-time great wins just a great Kentucky team that Tennessee beat and outlasted and then you just get uh just get annihilated the next day in the championship yeah we were out of gas so did we play on Thursday that year? I don't think so. I mean, that was Grant and Admiral. Like, I can't imagine that that team would have played on Thursday. I just remember us being out of gas I mean, by Sunday. Like, the Kentucky game went to overtime, didn't it? Yeah, it was It was emotionally draining, I think, more so than physically. And Auburn didn't miss in that championship game. Mm-mm. They never missed against Tennessee. That was, his, that was his best team, wasn't it? Was that the final four team? That was the final four team. Yeah. yeah. They kind of launched off the tournament and made their final four around that year. Yeah, they could. They were hot. They shot lights out in the SEC tournament, and then certainly they did in the NCAA tournament. Made it all the way to the final four. But it, it does feel different. It does feel like there is a load off our shoulders in this event now that Tennessee has, has actually won it. It just, it feels completely different. I, I don't, I mean, I, I still think Tennessee has a decent team. They have the second best odds to win the tournament, which is interesting since they're not one of the top four seeds, but I mean, that, that shows you a couple things. It shows you that they're good and that they could make a run here. It also kind of says that they underachieved a little bit in the uh, regular season. Um, 
but it just it feels different this year for longtime Tennessee fans who have been suffering through the SEC tournament to the point where this was not an event that any of us looked forward to. Now, I, I don't know that anybody's looking forward to it this year with this team, but you're not dreading it either. And it, it got to the point where you just dreaded this event. What kind of heartbreak waits in store this year in the SEC tournament for Tennessee? Yeah, that's what kind of makes me wonder if we could ever just break through and, and Elite Eight, another Elite Eight, or, you know, God forbid, a Final Four, just being able to go into the NCAA tournament without all the angst and, uh, you know, basically how we felt about the SEC tournament all the time. And if if you want to play the what-if game, I mean, first of all, if, if you still had Ziegler and if Julian Phillips had just dunked that ball oh, and God. or – the half court heave for Missouri doesn't go in and you're coming into this game with, you know, two extra wins, healthy. Um, you're ranked in the top 10 and you're the two or three seed, whatever you would be at that point. Then I think we're looking at this thing totally differently. And we're not talking about, you know, asking for a lot there. That's, that's, that's two games that came down to the end and a fluke injury. And I think if that's the case, that we we're sitting here talking about trying to win this tournament, just be, not you know not even for seeding, although that's a big thing, but just because we want to win the tournament, and it's in your home state, and yeah. it's a cool event, and we want to win the damn thing. But that's that doesn't seem to be the conversation. I, I I don't think anybody brought that up on the show at all this week, Bear. About man, it would be cool to win the SEC tournament, which is weird because we won it last year. We're the defending champions. Yeah, and it and it would be really damn cool if we did end up winning this year two times you know two in a row and that it would make those you know the coal miners uh 50 kinds of to beat alabama on saturday and kentucky on sunday would be pretty damn sweet davy even if we are gassed we have to play on thursday next week like that would be pretty cool to win this tournament beating not just thursdays uh we're going to give you the thursday (laughs) yeah right I don't, I'm not worried about that first round game. I mean, Rick's, Rick's record as a four seed, I, I don't think he's ever lost as a four seed or higher in the, in round one of the NCAA tournament. I'm not terribly worried about getting beaten the first round. Second round, anything's possible. Yeah, we, we get a little uh, dicey once we get to that point, but I, I'm just kind of curious, like, would you rather... Here's a question for you. Would you rather be the four in the East or the three in the West? I don't know what, Oh, just having to travel. Yeah. I think you go with the higher seed. Don't you? I mean, speaking as a guy who's not planning on traveling is be watching at home. I don't care. No, I see what you're saying though. You ended up with a wacky matchup with somebody that's, you know, like, Who's who's going to be in over there from the ACC in the East with us? Duke. And I would not want to play them right now. That's not me being a homer. They've just actually hit their stride. They beat Pitt, who almost, like, Pitt wasn't far away from clinching a share of the ACC. They beat them by over 30 today. Virginia's going to be in it. I, I wouldn't mind playing Virginia. I don't think they're very good, but. 
Oh, God. you imagine Tennessee playing Virginia? Take a nap midway through that thing. Boring. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who comes. Um, who's going to come out of it. I mean, if you're playing in the West, you're going out to Vegas, which I think some fans would like that. Eastern New York. The South, if you make it all the way, it'd be Louisville in the Midwest, Kansas City. Let's get TJ in here. What's up, TJ? Hey, guys. Uh, congrats on the win today. I feel like uh, that was expected, though. Uh, Tennessee took care of business and uh, did what they had to do, and I don't think the result is shocking to anybody, but that was a great win. It was – I think what you said, it, it was expected. That was a taking care of business game. Tomorrow is a revenge game. And, uh, man, Tennessee versus Virginia. That I would actually pay to see (laughs) because that might be a, gosh, 48 to 51 type of game. Well, I mean, you're a Kentucky fan. I mean, you're, you're, you're ate up with it. You got the sickness. So I am. you, you, I am, you guys watch anything. I mean, you could have like a, a damn wheelchair game break out between these teams and you guys tune in. Hey, that might actually be kind of cool. Honestly. Um, you know, I, that's how I was raised though. I was, you guys were raised football nuts and I was raised a basketball nut. I'll sit down and watch anybody play basketball. Uh, Bear, I have to correct you on something real quick. Um, <laughs> I actually have Tennessee winning the SEC championship, so it would not make me jealous if you added up all the SEC titles with the other teams. They still wouldn't have more than Kentucky, so we can uh, we can give other teams some for the next couple of years and still be ahead of everybody. So I actually have Tennessee winning it. To be honest with you, I don't I, I don't know. It does not look like it's going to elicit. I don't know how to feel. About, uh, I mean, we all know what you're doing here, yeah. TJ. Like, don't don't try and like think you're pulling a fast one over on us. Like, Bear's not even going to give you a response. Like, he he knows what's up. I'll at least entertain you a little bit, you know. Let you let you ramble on. You talk about, oh, we want the other teams have some. Get out of here with that bullshit, man. Come on, you're better than this. It's not bullshit. I I literally literally have you guys winning this year, the SEC championship. When you when you when you wrote that out, I mean, were you high or drunk or, you know, you, had you suffered some type of traumatic head injury? No, they, point guard, you're crazy, dude. Okay, yeah, because nobody's ever went on to win anything when a player goes down and they all get behind each other and become a team and say, "Screw everybody else, our man is down. We're going to prove everybody else is wrong." Yeah, nobody's ever fucking done that, Barry. Not, not when it's their not, only point not guard. Not without a fucking point guard, you dumbass. You have oh, okay, a dumbass now. So a yeah. coal miner. Now- that, that's not nice. I'm sorry. And you hung up on him. Yeah, yeah, I did. If I had the flush button, I would have ask a question. I, I wonder what I was having a little fun with that. Yeah, it's kind of upset. It's over. I now. wonder what they. Um, I wonder. It's it's weird the Tennessee Kentucky thing. Like, I don't particularly want to play them again. Especially, I I, w- I don't know that I would want to play them again with 
Ziegler. I, I just think it's a bad matchup. But like I, they, <laughs> TJ for one did not sound very confident if it was a third matchup with Tennessee. You got, I mean, do you, yeah. do you guys want to play them on Sunday? No. No, just because I don't want to even run the risk of uh, my, my friend there having any more ammunition and any more shit talking. So, I mean, that was just, there's no way Who's in hell. Who's the other seat on that side of the bracket? A&M. I, I mean, of all the teams on that side, yeah, Kentucky, as far as matchup goes, is probably the least likely team I'd want to see. I don't know. I, I If if we're talking about just trying to win, I mean, I would love to beat Kentucky. Don't get me wrong. Like, if, if you tell me we're going to win this thing, yeah, I, I'd love to have it over Kentucky on Sunday. But if you're asking me, like, what is the path of re- least resistance? I, I know it's stupid. Like, they're the, the two seed and Kentucky's the three. I would rather play A&M. I just think Tennessee matches up better with them. What if Vanderbilt can make a run? That's what I was getting ready to say. There's no guarantees. Kentucky, if, if Vanderbilt wins tonight, I mean, Vanderbilt's kind of had Kentucky's number the past couple of years. Hell, they beat them on, at Rupp just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I think second year in a row they've done that. Or they beat them in the – they beat them at – maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. But it's more than one time. So, whatever reason, Vanderbilt, the Kentucky mojo – doesn't, I mean, you see that with different, right? You know, different schools in the conference and different sports. Just, you know, it's like Kentucky and Florida and football. Kentucky, for whatever reason, the Florida mojo doesn't work as well against them. So, I don't know. I just feel like it's Case and Wallace healthy. Well, I mean, he might play me. You can't call him healthy at this point. I, mean, I don't know. He might be ruled out for the rest of this tournament. I, I honestly don't have the answer to that. So I, I just – they remind me of other Tennessee teams where, like, you know, deep down, you know, they come out. I mean, it showed that against that game against Vanderbilt. They lost a few, you know, a week or two ago. And I can go cold. I mean, Toshibwe is going to get his 18 or 16 or 18 and all that. But... I love Toshibwe. I hate that guy. I mean, he's he's reaching Mount Rushmore. No, I, I, don't, I don't care about him. I, I just love that you call him Toshibwe. Oh. How do you say it? Toshibwe. Toshibwe? No, there's no T. There is a T. It's silent. What the fuck's he got in front of his name? Just drop you say it. knife. You say it with a K? A knife. Depends on how blowed away I am. Well, we all I can't might be blowed away how about coming up here in about 23 years. Davey, are you aware of the latest asteroid that is potentially on a collision course with Earth? Planet. I am not. Can you please inform me of, of what I need to know? It is known as 2023 DW. It's an asteroid only discovered on February 26th, according to the European Space Agency. It is roughly the size of an Olympic-sized swimming pool. 
And there is a small chance, they are saying, that it could hit Earth in 2046 on Valentine's Day of all dates. And um, uh, it could be a, quote, catastrophic event. Yeah, but they're probably like calculating that with kilometers, which aren't even real. So kilometers aren't real. You, you never know. Nah, but, pointless. What do you mean? You're pointless. Like, you know, like, measurements. I mean, if, what if, are you they, talking about? Like the yeah. European Space Agency, they're not going to translate it to the, uh, the standard oh, yeah, system just get, for uh, your dumbass. Uh, r- riddle me this one, Russ. Have they ever been to the moon? No, I don't think so. Next conversation. Let's go. Are Are you certain that they haven't? I mean, not a man mission, but I feel like they may have sent someone to the anybody, moon. Anybody can put like a rover on the moon. That's not that hard. But putting like a physical human being up there, yeah, they've not done that. Oh, good are, Lord. Are we the only country to have been to the moon? Like man? Yes. That's pretty cool. Sure wasted some time like flying around it with a, a few uh is, is china trying to send somebody up there they wasting resources they miss out on the cold war and they're like you know what now's our chance we're trying to do everything else now still got people starving in caves but let's send somebody to the moon uh, the refs this this game's tightened up now down I'm to three three minutes the refs have kept uh uh, Bruce, Bruce in it. So I'm watching North Carolina play their last meaningful game of the year right now. Just hate watching the Tar Holes. That's pretty good. I like that, Davy. They got a crew that was. They sold their soul last year to win in the Final Four. What did it cost them? Everything. Yeah, but it was beautiful watching them beat Duke and sending the Rat Boy out a loser like he did, like they did. Yes, that finishing turn. with five national championships. He must really feel like a loser. Yeah, I mean, he's just a, he's a shitbag cheater, Davey. That's one of the few. I overlook it because you're one of my closest buddies. Oh, Arkansas, what the hell are you doing? What y'all think about it? So Nate Oates is up for coach of, coach of the year. Would he be the first coach to ever win that that has autism? Is that or have three uh, players on his active roster that you know one that's currently in jail and the other two that you know I'm not saying we're involved as in throwing that out there, but we're caught up in a homicide. I'm a little bit disturbed how Davey keeps bringing up Nate Oates having autism as if autism is a character defect. I mean, glass out is tell there, them, right? No, the, the thing with autism, autism gives and autism takes. You just kind of have to, to figure out, like it's, I mean, in a way it can cause uh, what some people might do, might classify as like a disability. You struggle in uh, social settings, majority of the time. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Have you hung out with me and Russ in public? I've hung out with you both in public. I have never thought you all are empathetic or, or unable to show empathy in any form or fashion. Um, You've never thought Bear is unable way- to show empathy. 
there's a lot of things I think about Bear, but deep down, unable or unwilling—that's a distinction important to be made here. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair assessment. Rick Barnes. Uh, By the way, check this out. This is this is this is interesting. I'm glad Nate Oates has been brought up. Rick Barnes today. I guess there was. I don't think this is one of Tennessee's reporters who asked him this question, but somebody asked him the question. Alabama has been a national story this year on and off the court at Tennessee. Do you have got, do you guys have a gun policy on your team? Yeah, I I saw that. Barnes said, quote, university has a code of conduct policy, no weapons allowed on comp on campus, but as a team, that is our rule Two, no one on the team, two things that we have. One of them is that you can never, ever do anything domestically against a female. And you can never carry a firearm as a team rule. This is similar to, uh, that was the late, great Mike. And that's a direct quote? Okay. The uh, Mike Leach used to have, those those were his three rules. He said the only three non-negotiable rules automatically you're off the team is one, no drugs. Two, no violence against women. Three, no guns. And if you're if caught violating any of those, you're off the team automatically. No questions asked, no matter who you are. So Barnes is, I guess, a little bit more lenient on the drug thing. I, I don't know. I, I don't. Our teams, Barnes's teams never strike me as a bunch of weed guys, but maybe. Um or maybe he distinguishes between maybe he's willing to overlook a little weed as opposed to. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the two big ones, I mean, that's one of the things when, you know, we're talking about Barnes and stuff. It's, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like I like that. He's got those two yeah. rules because the C fan, the first one, that's a deal breaker. I don't, don't want, you know, we don't want any, anybody, any of our players playing on the court and being involved in violence against women. And then, you know, the gun thing for college kids, just common sense, man. Boy, Auburn has really blown this one or uh, Arkansas, oh excuse me. Arkansas. Oh yeah. They have down by one with 30 seconds. Now they led by what? 15 at one point in this half. Yeah. Who is, who's the crew call? I mean, they've, I'm, been sitting here watching. They've oh, big it. bucket to go back up by one in 20 seconds. Let's see what's going to happen here. Wendell Green goes the length of the court. Arkansas gets it. What do you think of Bears play-by-play there, Davey? Um, I'm, I mean, it's not uh, painting much of a picture, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm also still behind a little bit, so I kind of get to see it after the it's fact. no boom goes the dynamite. Yeah, it's it's it, we can get together sometime, Bear, and we we can workshop it. You know, we nah, can... I don't ever. I'd never try and do that. That play by play shit. I mean, Russell and Terry fancied themselves to be like the second coming of uh, Howard Cosell and Dandy Don Meredith. They always big talk me about. We that. were very good. On the call of PAK football, <laughs> 2020, 2011 and 2012. We were very good. Very seriously, Davey. They, they, I mean, yeah, they were very good. 
I guess I'll, I'll take their word for it. Uh, oh. I the the one thing I am like you look at this bracket. I think Kentucky ends up getting the worst opponent of the uh, potential like Thursday winners. Who's Vanderbilt playing? Is it, I think LSU beat Georgia, right? LSU beat Georgia. So who's who's playing the nightcap here? Vandy and who? LSU. Oh, that's right. Okay. And then okay. the winner of that game plays A&M. Okay. And Kentucky gets the winner of this one? Yes. Hey, I'm not directly looking at the bracket, but that's how I recall it uh, unfolding. Well, hopefully they lose and we'll get to watch sad Kentucky people. Because it's it like Russ said earlier, they ain't oh, shit. I'm wrong. No, the winner of this game plays A&M. LSU, Vanderbilt, winner plays Kentucky. Okay. Let's hope it's Vanderbilt. By the way, I, I mean, yeah, I know it's, we said this before. I, I don't think we've talked about it this year. Just how cool is this event in Nashville at this arena? Uh, Davey, you said you're down there. Like, I'd imagine the vibes on Broadway are pretty damn cool, but just a packed house right now, electric environment, like, we take it for granted, man. And it was okay in Tampa last year. It's better than Atlanta, but they had this thing in, misplaced in Atlanta for so long. It, that, I mean, like, I can't believe that they put this thing in the Georgia Dome all those years. It's, I mean, just how much better and cooler is this event in Nashville at Bridgestone than anywhere else they've ever had it? And I, I think they realize that based off the, uh, I, I think this event is uh, under contract in Nashville through 2030. Isn't there like one year? Maybe they have it somewhere else. Or was was that last year? Google that right now. It's just perfect. I mean, Nashville's the it city now. And I mean, my big thing is um, it's in a basketball arena. Like I know they never will because it's such a huge event, but that's part of the, like the final four sucks being in a football stadium. It's just, I like it better in the in basketball arenas. It's actually extended through 2035. Uh, the only exception was 2022. So it's in Nashville through 2035? Oh, sorry, sorry. It's, it's through Nashville through 2030. They have an option to extend the agreement through 2035. All right, 76-73 Arkansas, Russ, 3.5 seconds left. I want you to do the the play-by-play of this uh, final final play. Come on. Come on. Do it. We don't don't need you to be good. Just do your best. See what happens. What am I here to to fucking amuse you, Russ? Yes, exactly. You're you're finally getting it. Yes. Some kind of club. Yes, exactly. Got the male cheerleader wearing his baseball hat inside. What a weird look. Bruce is purple. They had the cheerleaders down at Old Smokey today, and it was honestly kind of weird with them doing chants in a bar. Oh, it's, that's and it's the like worst. there's people there. Right, come right, out right, right there. In, inbounds. Here you go. Auburn inbound. Ball goes in. <laughs> Wendell Green with a shot. 
Okay. Bruce is going home. It's a final now. Cry for me, Wendell, you bitch. Whoa. Whoa. I don't like anybody at Auburn. They they lost. Any of them. Arkansas sends Auburn home. Davey, you are right, though. Like, that's one of the worst moments in life is when you're somewhere in public, you're eating, you're sitting around at the bar, you're relaxing, you're at the mall, you're wherever, and all of a sudden you see cheerleaders coming. You're like, huh, there's some cheerleaders coming in here. And then you realize, like, the whole cheerleading team is there, and then they're, like, getting into position, and it dawns on you that they're about to perform, and you're like, oh, no, no, no! Yeah, I mean, I I enjoy it when the girls are there until they start to chant and talk. So nobody's ever been like, all right, the the cheerleaders are here. I hope they perform now. That would really add to the ambiance. Nobody's ever said that. Uh, There's no disagreement going to come from me. I mean, I'm not like anti cheer. Like it's, it's part of the pageantry in football and basketball. Like I like seeing them down there on the sidelines doing their thing or whatever. But it's just like when they try to bring them to the mall or to, uh, you know, the local eatery for a pep rally or something. It's like, no, we're here. It's we're good. We no, we don't need that. All right then. <laughs> I agree with that. I was just looking at it. Um, I'm they're they're showing the bracket, just trying to figure out how this is all going to shape out. I, I hate that we play during the day tomorrow i kind of just wish we had a night game but when is um if we if we do win i'm gonna look that up does anybody know off the top of their head like when we would play the winner of alabama mississippi state i feel like that would be noon on saturday just off the top of my head i think yeah i think they keep it early on saturday the acc championship would be saturday night so i know they like the acc and the SEC both have big contracts with ESPN, so they try not to overlap there for for bigger events. Is that part of the reason that it's harder for, you know, Barnes and Calipari both were lobbying last year to move the championship of the SEC tournament to Saturday. Is that a big holdup? Is, you know, ESPN wanting to have that inventory on both days? I, I'm sure it's it's probably a factor. I don't think... I mean, if the SEC wanted to move it, I think they could make sure it happened. Well, they need to, man. I, I feel like that really – it cost Tennessee last year. Not only just – it cost them seating, and that might that seating might have ultimately cost them a trip, trip to the Sweet 16 and, and perhaps further. I think the Big Ten still has their championship on Sunday. Or th- they need to at least – get some sort of agreement to where, okay, if we're going to play our championship on Sunday, whoever wins that and, and the loser should not have to play on Thursday at the sec tournament. They, you should, you know, unless you're in the play in game, you lose the champ, sec championship and you're still in a play in game or something. You shouldn't have to play till Friday. You should get that extra time off. Yeah. If we play Saturday, we'll, um, we'll be playing at one Eastern and then, the championship game is also one Eastern on Sunday. Oh, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, voluntary reaction, late night edition of it. Go ahead and wrap things up if you guys are ready. Uh, tomorrow, 
we are not doing the drive again since uh, the game will be tipping off right when when we go to airwaves. Nobody seemed to complain about that today. Um, and uh, I believe that I will that we'll be in position, Bear and I, to get things started. Davey, if, is it a thing where you might be able to join a little bit later? Um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to join until after uh, we get off air. What time is that? Six. Uh, six Eastern. So David may be a few minutes late. All right, but we'll get. Started. Does that am I is that insulting, Davey? Should we just wait for you? No, you guys go right ahead. I mean, it's it's not about me. It's it's about what the uh, the audience and our, our uh, great listeners want. Do you, do you think he's hurt, Bear? You t- no. detect a little pain there, a little little bit of. Hey, wait a minute! You guys can't start without me. Yeah, no, I know David, not a bit. Did you just call him David? <laughs> Yes. Sometimes I call him David. A little weird. Okay. David Hudson. You know, he's with Outkick now. I mean, he's in the big city. He's David Hudson. Outkick. Who's who, I still go by. Who's blowing up bigger? Whose trajectory and star is burning brighter? Davy Hudson with Outkick or Lucas Panzeca with the zone? Uh, it's Lucas. Lucas. Oh, Lucas wow. Now doing... Bear didn't even wait. He didn't even he yeah, didn't even hear nah, you. it's fine. I mean, no, no professional team has called me and asked me to do a, a play-by-play for them yet. So, I, I was a uh, Lucas, and I started. Uh, we were in school around the same time, and I mean, I, that's awesome what he's been able to do for the MLS in uh, Nashville SC. I'm happy for him. I hope, I hope great things keep going. He's a good dude. So, I mean, did he audition to be the voice of the at the stadium? Right. I mean, yeah, for. The Titans, yeah, yeah, the the uh, the PA guy, yeah, yeah. I mean, he didn't get it, but you know, none of us getting our door beaten he down. For is, that, for that. He'd be perfect to be the. I think they've got a. He said he's splitting it with somebody, one of the other zone guys. But like he's, I mean, that he's the perfect voice for Nashville SC. And if 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 you guys. Even if you're not a huge soccer guy, you get a chance to go to a Nashville SC game, go at their new stadium. It's awesome. Have you been, Davey? I have not been. Got to go, bro. I can make that happen. I know they started the season, what, like two weeks ago? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can get a press pass throughout kick, go down there. I mean, yeah, I can big wig it. I'm sure we could make it happen. He doesn't sound very enthused about going to see some professional soccer, does he, Bear? <laughs> No, huh? He, he sure doesn't. I got to keep a better eye on the concerts down there. Had I had any more notice, uh, I didn't. Chad Withrow, big is Chad David, big Bush fan, Russ. Uh, he might be, but Hutton was the one that went. Hutton Bush. Oh, the band? Yeah. Yeah. Gavin Rossdale. Glycerine. Don't let the days go by. Listerine. Gentlemen, on that note, I believe it's time to wrap this thing up. Any closing thoughts, complaints, verbal assaults that you would like to make before we take off? Davey Hudson. I'm good. I'm curious if Bear wants to apologize to TJ, though, for the way he That was him. despicable, I thought. And rather cowardly. Uh, that was what I was gonna. I was gonna address that. Uh, 
in no way, shape, or form do I apologize. I will double down on it. And I've already received uh, feedback that there were quite a few people that hang out in our spaces that were kind of happy with it. The flushing said it was much deserved. So I don't know what he was trying to pull. Not on my watch, TJ, Kentucky fan. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we love you. Thank you for working with us in our schedules tonight for this delayed voluntary reaction. We should be good to go for the rest of Tennessee's basketball postseason run, however long that lasts. And um, we got to get this baseball team going, man. We got to get these guys rolling because I want to do a couple of baseball voluntary reactions this year. And um, conference play starts a week from tomorrow night at Missouri. So we got to beat the Tigers a couple of times coming up tomorrow in Nashville. And then three times, three times in Como when Tony Vitello returns to his alma mater who passed him over. This could be yours, Mizzou. All this could be yours, but alas, it is not. It belongs to the University of Tennessee. And so does victory tonight. Hope you've enjoyed tapping the keg of glory with us. We'll do it again tomorrow, hopefully. 3 p.m. tip-off, 5, 5.30, something like that, depending on uh, when that game starts and ends tomorrow. Right here on Voluntary Reaction for Davey and Bear, I'm Russell. Have a great evening.